0: Welcome one and welcome all to another episode of He Is No Expert. I am he, he is me. I am your host, D.L. Snowden. And we are back with another daily dose of information and inspiration. We want to thank you, 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 and you for joining us along this daily ride. Let's get right into the show. Today's show topic is misinformation. If I had to title it, it would be the monster of misinformation. Dig right, let's dig right into it. Our word of this podcast is misinformation. M-I-S-I-N-F-O-R-M-A-T-I-O-N. It is a noun defined as false or inaccurate information, especially that which is deliberately intended to deceive. Our word of the podcast is misinformation. We live in a world where that word is used as often as please and thank you should be used. We live in a world where people will look you square in the eye, either through the conduit of a camera lens or in person, and tell you things they know not to be true as if they were the gospel truth. In the land in which we live, there are humans, lions, tigers, and many sundry, and a multitude of animals of all shapes, sizes, and colors. But also roaming in the land in which we live is the monster of misinformation. Sometimes misinformation comes in the format of someone allowing you to believe information that is no longer accurate to keep you confined and contained. The best example I can think of this right off the top of my head is a circus elephant. Oftentimes, as I studied and researched the training of such huge, monstrous animals, how in the world... Do they get them to obey? How in the world do they keep them housed and, you know, all of the things they do to get them to do the tricks they do? Well, one of the ways in which they train an elephant is even from a baby. They chain the elephant to a stationary item. And as the baby elephant has not developed the strength or the fortitude to pull away or break the chain, Over a period of decades and years of being chained to said stationary item. In their mind they believe that they don't possess the strength to do so. To pull away. To break the chain. Because throughout their life they have been taught. It has been implied to them that this chain is that which will hold you. So sometimes... The misinformation, the monster lurks in areas where we're not given the most up-to-date or accurate information, as with a circus elephant. For what we know is this, if you've ever seen an enraged elephant, no chain, not too many fences, or especially any humans, even a gun can stop it when it's infuriated. Oftentimes in our lives, bringing it closer to home as humans, it happens to us. Oftentimes it is you have a duality of information available to you that misinformation comes. For example, I've been driving down the highway and my car is equipped and my GPS is equipped to tell me what the speed limit on said highway or interstate is. I've been in moments where I see one speed limit posting on my car's GPS and another one on the highway, and I'm left to figure out which is true and which is untrue, and that is very akin to our human experience where you will hear, based on the teller of said truth, quote, unquote, one thing and from another, dispenser of said truth, quote unquote, another thing in your job is to disseminate and to discern which is true and which is misinformation. Looking at the experience of women, men, and people of color across the diaspora, We were treated and relegated in certain ways where we began to believe, even until this day, that we could only be a certain level of citizen. That we could only make a certain amount of money. That our efforts and our trying and our voting even was of no effect. The monster of misinformation has prowled and roared and tromped upon this earth, and even until this day it still does. Well, I've come to dispense some of its power and potency today in this. For those who were told you're ugly, for those who were told that you were less than, whether it been from a parent and then reiterated to you in relationship or relationships, whether you had people that you held close to your bosom and they stabbed you in your heart, they treated you as if you were less than nothing, left leaving you to wonder if I'm really worthwhile, if I'm really lovable. I've come to tell you today that I believe this, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalms 139, 14. It goes on to say in Genesis 127 that we are made in the image and likeness of God. And my belief is this, and you can agree with it or write me about it and that's fine. That God does not make junk, nor does he make mistakes. Now, you may have a physical malady. You may not look like everybody else. You may have a darker, a lighter, or whatever the thing is that is your thing that you don't like about who you are and who you is. But God made you and was intimate in his creation. Of all the animals that were created, it says that he took time to take the dust of the earth and to infuse his breath, the breath of life, into our nostrils. He was very intimate with who and what we are. He said of Jeremiah that he knew him even before he was formed or shaped in his mother's womb. So, for those who have been struggling with their worth, struggling and battling with their value, I really have been treated in such a way that is not indicative of who they are. And who you are is a beautiful, wonderful, valuable person. You're a person whose life is packaged with purpose and I know that because you're able to listen to this podcast. That your bed, as the old folks would say, was not your cooling board and your life has continued on until this point. You being here is a sign that there is more for you and I If you didn't know it, I'm telling you right now. So don't you give up. Don't you quit. I don't care how many no's you've gotten. There is a yes that is absolutely customized to your situation and your circumstance. If no one else has told you, I believe in you. Like most of us, I've struggled with who I am, how I am how I look, all of that. But at the end of the day, I've been given the gift to know that I have relationship with that and he who or she who has created me. And I know that God doesn't make mistakes. I absolutely do. (laughs) And that's a whole nother podcast in and of itself. But I want to encourage somebody today who's been given misinformation about who they are and what they are. Someone who's been told that you are less than, that you can't make it, that you can't do it, that you've applied within your company, without your company, you keep getting turned down, and then the reasons they give you don't make any sense at all. You who has been on more dates than you choose to share And found out that, Lord, maybe everybody is crazy. (laughs) Maybe I just need to buy a chia pet and chill at the house. Continue to press forward. This life ain't no crystal stair. (laughs) And for me to say otherwise would be absolutely untrue. But what I know is this. Is that we are who we are for a reason and even if where we are is because we've made every wrong turn we could if you're still here the GPS of life is still available to you to choose a place and a status called better hopefully this has helped you to kill the monster of misinformation that would tell you that Your voice doesn't matter. That your life doesn't matter. Because I want you, 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 and you to know right now that it does. As I close this episode, no matter who won the midterm, who your representative or governor is, your voice still matters. I said, well, I'm going to talk about this, but I'm going to touch on it in this light. No matter who your person is, whether you agree with their views or you are aligned with their party or not, you still have the capability and propensity to write, to call, to organize, and continue to be active concerning the issues that matter to you. Making your voice heard absolutely has efficacy and potency no matter what your station in life is. Secondly, to those who are struggling with mental health issues, etc., seek out help. There is nothing wrong with that. Oftentimes in this life, prayer is great. And I am, a, I am absolutely a proponent of prayer. My last episode was all about prayer and how we speak to God. But I'm also a proponent of using those tools that are available in and on this earth, coupled With our faith to work through things. Another way to kill the monster of misinformation is simply to do this do your own research, and as you research, ask the question who wrote this and why they wrote it. Knowing the source and the motivation behind the source is always important. And if they are saying it again, knowing the source. And the motivation behind the source matters. I use this example often. Uh, People out in the street can say, yeah, just about anything to me. You know, and I can let it roll off of me like water on a duck's back. But those closest to me, I have to ask, what are they saying? They really saying, what is the subtext? And what is their motivation? If we're not asking those questions, we may end up drinking from the fountain that the monster of misinformation has created. That leads to doubt, discouragement, depression, and so much more. As I said in the episode, you are great on purpose. You are not made... In a fallible way, God made you just how you should be. Use all that is before you and within your grasp to be greater. Because that is what's for you. Finally, the monster of misinformation will tell you this. What you see on TV and social media is the real McCoy. Please, ma'am, please, sir. Don't keep it with the Joneses the Joneses, like many of us, lie. <laughs> you have to live and be your own competition. The only competition you should want and have is to compete a bit against excuse me the person you were yesterday or five months ago. If you can do those things, you will help to kill and quell completely the monster of information of misinformation excuse me thank you as always for listening you have a little bit of a cold going on so forgive if i sound a little stuffy be well and we will be in touch